You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, the home of sports, gambling, entertainment, and whatever the hell else has gone on this week. So pull up a seat by the fire, crack open a cold one, and make sure to get your bets in. Welcome to the Pine Room. And welcome into the Pine Room Podcast, episode 83, back in the studio after a long hiatus. uh, We were out to the penitentiary, to Eric Freeland's Farms, to Jill's Gentleman's Club, and now we're finally back here in the studio. Welcome back. Hope you've enjoyed the past couple weeks of Halloween fun, but we are back in the saddle, and Thanksgiving is quickly approaching as our next holiday. Um, We're here, myself, Jeff, Chris, Jarrett, and Cools, and we're going to have another another action-filled show for you today. We were talking on the radio a little bit about uh, what, we, what we've what we been up to the past couple of weeks and what we got planned. There's a bunch of stuff we got coming up, so look forward to that in 2024. But for now, we're just going to relax, enjoy uh, the next couple of weeks. This Saturday is like the first time we're going to get together on Saturdays in probably four pumped. weeks. Yeah. Pump, pump, pump. Music to Nick's ears. Yeah. So yeah, Nick's been a mess about it. I think, <laughs> Chris, you said you're doing Chili. Uh, or no chalk, chalk. sorry yeah, chalk I, is doing, I, no chalk yeah. was doing yeah, chili yeah chalk's doing chili i think i'm gonna bake some fresh bread and some gumbo gumbo then we're gonna hey, we got a loaded menu this weekend yeah we're gonna have I'm a excited. lot of stuff so i'm excited but yeah first week we should in, start the pine room with three claps you got a professional clap <laughs> yes <right now. laughs> and yeah, noon, yeah. Noon kickoff when was that that you started your clapping career uh it was it, it, late 80s oh. you've been clapping who'd, you, who'd you work for yeah i've been clapping uh, be Some careful what that is. That like, you said you have the clap or you are a clapper. <laughs> yeah. You got the clap? You that's got the clap since the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. When did you uh, – so you were Tricky a hand day. model hand first model for what, it. gloves or rings? Uh, rings and then uh, a, a TV commercial too. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, like in QVC when they say they're selling a new uh, – But Yeah, like or like one time they had these real uh, diamond bracelets. And, and I just you just put your hand down. Right. So I did that, and then one time I think they I laughed and I clapped on the show because it was something was funny and they really were impressed oh, with they my said, clap. Hey, Chris, can we talk you out? So they put me in touch with an agent and then it's man, I didn't know that. That, that was well, that was I, new I, to I, me. Yeah. I didn't I did not know you were you were part I, of that. Yeah, I I don't like to, I don't like anybody knowing what I'm doing. Well, you don't yeah. like that you're humble. Yeah, you don't want to brag. So a lot about of times that. when I'm missing and you guys don't hear from me. Yeah, you're, you're busy clapping. Is that kind of like we talked about that one show about the sign holder? Oh, like, yeah. You know, the sign holder said, now we have some new definition. We got the clapper now. Yeah. Uh, All the right. sign holder, so, the clapper. Yeah. Were you in the clapper I, commercial back in the early 90s? Oh, no. That, that was that old lady, right? Remember that? Clap she like, That old bitch. Clap yeah. And then, and, then, and then she'd clap and go off. She smiled. She rolls over. And, yeah. Well, she just, she just, just looked like an asshole. That old bitch. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's rough. Like she her. was. She was. She had that smug look on her face. Was it just the way she clapped? It was hands down the way she clapped. What's the clapper? What? It's the, you the, the light. The clap on, clap off. Clap on. Oh, I do. Clap, clap off. off. Yeah, I, I, I do kind of remember that. But I don't remember the lady. I didn't know she was a bitch. Yeah, she was. No, she had ju- a smug I mean, look that's on her face. That's self-proclaimed from Jubber Jub and the yeah. Funky Bunch. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to say this, though. I, I think it's as a safe to say that that lady's dead. I, I don't <laughs> think she's longer with she's us. Not, she's no longer she's perished. Yeah, I yeah, think she's, she perished. Is everything on QVC gone. on sale? Is there you know, like everyone not? 
anything Every, on sale. Like hey, this hey, is a normal it makes price. Makes you feel warm and fuzzy, Jared. So people buy it. So well, yes, yeah, it does. Like yeah. when you Not see everything's like cheap. They don't always have the cheapest prices. I no, I, I think. Well, I mean, they probably just they act like it's marked up and then. <laughs> oh, he's found. He it. Up the old he's lady? found the old lady. Uh, Clap the clapper lady. You ought to find out who that lady was and see when when it she looks died. like Eddie, like it Munster, does, right? Yeah, like Herman an Eddie Munster. Munster. Yeah, Herman. That's it. Is that Herman? Yeah. Hermie. The Clapper TV commercial. Wow. If you were uh, just listening to I'm this, Jeb has found. I'm going to set this up. You guys keep talking about the Clapper. Hey, can I bring something up about the prison when we went down there? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. If, did I bring this up to you guys about being locked inside there? Hold on. Was this Saturday night conversation? Uh, I don't know if it was it Saturday night or when we were at the bridge. If it's Saturday night conversation, it's a potential that it's probably going to be a little bit fuzzy to me. <laughs> I don't I'm trying to think. Uh, did we do it? Oh no, I think it was Friday night at that at that party, perhaps that we were at. But anyway, what after we did that, I go home like the next day or two. I'm thinking, well, we were actually locked in that day. Mm -hmm. So Tom, the host, leaves, and he goes and well, we had to call him back as <laughs> Matt See? turned the light off and <laughs> shut everything down. But so he, Mary said he was going to leave, go to the coffee shop. He was watching a, a soccer game. So let's just say, for instance. He leaves, probably just goes right down the street. But somebody has a medical emergency inside there. And so we can't get in touch with him, so we call 911. How in the fuck they get in? And so, hey, we're down at, inside the prison doing a podcast. They probably hang up on us. Like, <laughs> oh, they nobody yeah, sure. It. Right. Yeah, you're you're yeah, inside I'm sure of the cell. you are. Yeah. No, sir, I swear. We're right, locked inside I, the I mean, prison. I, I, we're a new locked jail All right, cell. cellmate 236, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I and so if ah, if if Tom if they can't get in touch with Tom, say then nine one one does come and and, and and help us. But how what how are they gonna be able to nah, help I hope us they, outside? I hope they brought the a saw. Yeah, well, can you, I guess you can stick work? the paddles through like someone's having a heart issue. Yeah, maybe you could do through, that. Through the, yeah. Uh, but I just maybe they could just pull you through. <laughs> yeah. Well, why wouldn't we you just probably walk break out your, there? You'd probably break your head. Yeah. <laughs> but I just thought, I, I, I think next time we, we probably don't really need to be actually locked, locked in. in. Locked. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I, I thought a little unnecessary, but I mean, yeah. it did add to the element, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but spooky. I just thought, well, you know, you don't take those things into consideration. But I thought, well, what if <laughs> well, yeah, we good, did thing, some... good thing nobody did have a heart know, attack or, a, or something like a seizure. Because I just thought, yeah, we're going to call nine one one and they're going to say, oh yeah, there, there are six guys in the prison that don't want a podcast. Yeah. Nine room podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Right. Yeah, right. we've heard right. this story before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my two cents on that. That's I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. but I, I was thinking today actually about how everything on QVC is on sale. Yeah, it's a good point though, Jared, and I think that's probably the marketing genius Absolutely. behind it all, without a yep. doubt. Never and and to you. oh, we're oh, at the clapper. Hold on, clapper. Chris, that looked like Herman Munster at first, and then not even close. So you could clap anything. Like, look at that bitch. It'd be nice if you could just clap, and then she gets knocked out. Clap off. That's Chris's hands. Yes, that was Chris's hands. That was you. Yes. Oh wow. Oh, so I oh I didn't realize it. Well, maybe the, the end of it, the lady. Oh, that was Chris right there. Look, watch. Yeah. This is Chris. There he is. Oh, oh nice there. God, you got really nice hands, damn, Chris. Yeah, God damn, soft. <laughs> so, I spent a lot of time in the sun. That's oh, was, look, look at this guy. Oh, criminals are thwarted by. Uh, Chris would have fucked him up coming yes. in the house. Wait, what? Wait, how? There she is. There she is. 
<laughs> Joe, that was an aggressive clap. But he said she was smug. She was. You see her she face? She was smiling. No, 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 no. Look at her face. She Look just got face. done How baking cookies clap? all day long. Ready? Right. She put her all under that clap. No. Look at that. <laughs> That's a smug face if I've ever seen one. Yeah, but she's happy she got well, the Well, you know what? Maybe that guy was going in. Uh, Look at her ah. hair. The guy that was trying to break in. Maybe he was a rapist and he saw her and ran. Well, yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's how it wards off. It, it wards off enemies. Oh, she did, had to be ninety. What? How did it? Well, I don't understand how that worked. It, it was it, if it senses noise, then the lights come on. So imagine if you're just like going about your normal routine, and maybe you're putting a hammer in the or a nail in the wall. <laughs> Every just, time you hear lights, just they're going on and off. I think that's why it ended up people ended up because it just go off for anything. But you'd have to have it plugged in, to, and you'd have to have things plugged into that. So you'd have to have it in every goddamn outlet. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, if someone right. wanted to sell you like a nice home security system, you said, nah, that's right. we're, 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 we're good with the clap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The lights turn on. We're good. <laughs> this right here actually may have been the uh, the initial stages of truly infomercials. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, this definitely. Is, this is the infancy stages right here for sure. Chris, your, your brother was a big... Uh, infomercial as seen on TV guy. He had that. Remember when he got the? Uh, he bought that hose. Sham Zammy. What? What was? What was the hose that he bought? No, it was a. It was a. It was a thing that went on the end. It was like a handle, and it had a brush with those things yeah, on oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it shot the soap out of the oh, brush. Yeah, the sham. Was that the Sham They love guys like him because yeah. Well, and he he bought it and it didn't it it didn't work. I think it got them all wet because it leaked and it, yeah. it got all yeah, of them it, and then. Right. Still the one that he bought those ni- that nine knife set. Oh, uh, from uh, Ron Popeil. Yeah, he always talked about those. But why? And I remember seeing that. Oh, they they promoted that all the time. Why did what, there were thirty nine knives in that? Well, like you, one just that said on there, you could cut, you slice a bagel. So that's the only use it had. Oh, How do so you get you can, the bagel knife? Right. So you Ron Popeil so knives. Get, that's yeah, what it was called. So you had to root, yeah root through thirty eight of them. Right. Yeah, probably a full. Well, no, I, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I think some of them ended up in the yard all right. It's funny because my <laughs> uh, my niece just uh, is in Morgantown, and that was uh, th- that's a job thing now. And I think, excuse me, not now. It's been for years on selling knives. You go around, and it's actually if you can go to somebody's house and sell them a set of knives, it does bring upon a lot of skills. But it just wasn't for her. But it's like a pyramid scheme where I go to Jub and I try to sell Jub, and then Jub gives me ten names, and I got to go to them ten yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, it's a good old pyramid scheme. There it is. Uh, there's a, here's a couple of the worst as seen on TV uh, items. This number one, number twenty is the poo trap. Um, it was Did a you thing. Say the poo trap. Poo trap. <laughs> yeah, and it was a. I'm almost certain that it was a bag that attached under a dog's tail. So when they went on a walk and you know went to take a dump, it would just go right into the bag instead of yeah. you having to pick it up. So it was like this little little bag that like was right around its like butthole, <laughs> and then they just. <laughs> Sad, you know, crouched. That is very, very. I think the shake weights should be up there too. Was that what I seen on TV? Oh, definitely was. was. Hey, I found the Ron Popeil the twenty knives set. There's twenty knives. Oh, twenty. Okay, maybe. Showtime knife, bread, chef, saw, boning, sportsman, chop and serve, cheese, cleaver, utility, pairing, garnish. And then six steak knives with a sharpener and then a, s- a solid flavor injector. What's the definition of a showtime? What's a showtime? Uh, that's uh, it. That's, that's it. Kind of looks you like guess over. It, it's, it looks like a knife that's uh, 
it's got like two little points on the end. It looks like it, probably a turkey carver. I think it's a turkey carver. Yeah, carving knife. There you go. That makes sense. So I guess Showtime, like when you're. That makes sense. And actually, speaking of that, not to completely change the subject, because we'll go back to this. Did you guys see the commercial where Showtime's on? Uh-uh. No, Our girl, she's on a um a law commercial from St. Clairsville. Oh, really? Oh. Seen it yesterday. Good from, for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. From the fighting ring to the to the the, the, the law ring for, of law. A sportsman knife. This thing looks really interesting. Uh, cool. The shake weight is number two on the list of worst as seen on yeah, TV. See, I think oh, good, good call, cool. Yeah. That's the one. What it's supposed to lose fat? Is that what it is? It's, it's just like a, a dumbbell that would shake. Yeah, and it look you were doing this. It's yeah. yeah. a jerk it was off. Awful. Yeah, the, yeah. This is the, basically the jerk off. Yeah, and it became a. They're just, a, it's just like a, how they so thought dumb. how, yeah, the, but maybe that uh, then again probably was great for them because probably a lot of people bought it because well, it was such a joke. Like it was a, it became a joke. Chris, do you remember back in the day? Cause these guys won't remember this. Do you remember the thing that they came out? It was like at, right after treadmills became very big. They came out and you had a belt that wrapped around you and shook you. And oh. the goal was to shake the fat off of you. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So it came same concept with his weight thing. Yeah. I know exactly oh, really? what you're talking about. I think Babe it was Ruth like a, did that. It was like a really? cloth. I think there's a video of Babe Ruth and something where they're like shaking up. Trying to shake his <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. His workout Guess what? Day. It doesn't work. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. No, the it number worked. one worst product is the sauna plant or sauna pants. My, my my apologies. There. What's that? Uh, it was similar to more recent portable sauna. Sauna pants are promised to help you sweat in the areas you need it most. Hmm. These are bulky, uncomfortable pants that heat up the lower half of your body in the hopes of making you sweat, and they also need to be plugged in, meaning that you need to be sitting within five feet of an outlet, so probably on the floor. Another criticism is that they come in one size, and many report an uncomfortable fit, despite the fact that they're adjustable. Needless to say, the sauna pads are one of the dumbest products ever. Never even heard of that. Never heard of it mm-hmm. any. Uh, uh, but we talked about on on the radio, um, we were talking about Thanksgiving, and I think we've mentioned this on the show before, probably last year during the same time. Makes sense. Um, Jeff, you said you're out. You're you're waning out of the your your turkey dinner days. I truly do love the. Um, it really. I love Thanksgiving first and foremost as a holiday, and I love being able to get family together. I hate how we do truly skip. Like the wife's getting ready to decorate for Christmas this week. Drives yeah. me nuts. I understand a little early, but fuck man, we got to at least get to Thanksgiving. But I do love the holiday, and I used to be a huge Thanksgiving dinner guy. And it's not that I hate it, but I'm definitely starting to wane a little bit from that. Well, Luke dinner. doesn't like it. Does hates he? it. That's what I thought. Yeah, what do you do? You like it, Chris? Yeah, yeah, but I can do without turkey. Well, yeah, you I guys talk about that today, and I, I, I prefer ham mm-hmm. over turkey. Every Cooley day. is converting. Yeah. I just, I used to be a big turkey guy. Now I'm slowly becoming a ham guy. The older mm-hmm. I get, I like all the fixings with. I like the stuffing and the potatoes and gravy. But turkey's, uh, turkey's a good meat to mix with other stuff. Like ham, I don't really mix as much. But like turkey, I can mix in with the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the, like all that. See, I, I feel it. like that's a that's a that's a an un an untrustworthy meat. You can't trust turkey. turkey. You can't trust it. Yeah, I never heard of that. Because the fact, right? You have to mix. It you with have other to things. mix it. It's it's unreliable. It can't stand alone. Yeah. Can't. So here's a, here's the dumb question. So if you guys hate turkey, that is the true turkey that you put in the oven. What? And I know the answer you because you don't like cold sandwiches. Yeah. I love turkey deli. I do too. So yeah. that's yeah. an oxymoron, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I. Mean, I I, see, I don't, I don't do turkey. I, I'm a, not a turkey guy at all. I don't, and really, I don't do cold deli meats. I mean, I'll do like maybe salami or, or if that is the same count. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if that would like it's lunch more meat. Of a processed meat. Than yeah, it is. but I, I'm not a huge like like turkey ham kind of guy. Mm. Either way, I, I don't turkey. I think Thanksgiving turkey is 
I told Job on the radio today. It stinks. It's it's <laughs> it's dry. <laughs> it's bland. Stinks. But most, most maybe the hundred dollar Popeye chicken that I sent you guys or turkey that I sent you guys today might be with the Cajun on it. Yes, Cajun. the Cajun style Popeye's turkey, hundred dollars. I just would you guys buy? I don't no. think it's worth all the no. effort it goes into to ba- like my uncle on on my mom's side, my uncle Bob, like. I feel like he gets so stressed out making a turkey, like it's the biggest event of the year. Like you, you know, you got to make sure that if you don't, you can't make it too too long, or it's too dry. And if you if you go too short, obviously it's going to be raw. But that thing is well, just like it's. I just don't feel like it's. And worth when you're it. fixing for other people, yeah, you, you want it to be perfect. Exactly. So that, I, I can see the stress and. And I think it's a valid point too. And that's what I feel bad for about Thanksgiving. It is. It, you're right. And I don't do any of it. But it, I feel bad because it does seem like a shit ton of work. Yeah. Um, and it, it consumes your whole day because you got to get a butt crack at dawn to yeah. get the turkey in. Blah blah blah. This and that. So it's really not fair to the group of people. It's work. Yeah. It's truly work. Definitely. Yeah. And it, me and Joe were talking on the radio today. It's like I I didn't know how expensive turkeys were because I had I've never in my life cooked a turkey or been anywhere near cooking any thanksgiving food so i was like we were looking up like a, a butterball turkey's uh like 35 dollars fucking i had no idea well, it was it's funny expensive. you brought that up because i was at save a lot yesterday and they have a frozen end case where they have two different kind of hockey honey suckles but one one was a buck 69 a pound the other one was a dollar 99 a pound and they were roughly uh 16 to 20 pounds and uh so you know do the math and it's about like you said 36 yeah, see, i didn't bucks. know it was that like i, I don't uh, know why i don't know how expensive i thought it was a hundred dollars i would say probably because <laughs> it, it's kind of like yeah convenience, convenience. Mm-hmm. they they do everything for you and it's kind of like surprisingly like uh kfc doesn't do that it's like, like a big chicken place like ladies and canes or i guess KFC. popeyes is kind of ahead Setting of the, the trend you can I, I, do like Bob Evans and stuff like that. Does the whole Thanksgiving mm-hmm. meal in places. Now, like Jeffrey, you may know this, like because uh, when I was there yesterday, I bought a small. It, it was like a, a, a not even a half a ham, but it was a Sugardale. But hams usually are already cooked, right? Mm-hmm. What about turkeys? Are no, they? I don't think see, so. That's why you can't trust them. Just that's like right. Jobs said, <laughs> they're frozen. I um, so you know, I mean, you could actually just unwrap that. Ham and just slice and eat it. Like, I, I mean, know. technically, I think yes, <clears throat> yeah. yes. I, and I'm not a cook, so but I know she. I just we just had ham for dinner last night. And I know she ended up putting it in the um, crock pot. Your your wife's amazing. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it was good. She is. Yeah, I mean, she it does a fucking lot. I, I was um. I, I look <laughs> today. I was reading some of these reviews on the Popeyes Cajun turkey. They're very mixed. Can I call real quick, like a five second timeout? How big was that turkey? And for a hundred bucks, like how um, many pounds? I think it's, it's full size. I think okay. it's like a big. Just, yeah, I mean, I couldn't really tell. Uh, so, I mean, I thought it looked some like of these uh, rotisserie. <laughs> like forty-six percent of them are one-star reviews. No, oh, Jesus. Oh. There's twelve. There's twelve ratings out of those twelve. Twenty-six percent is five-star. Twenty-seven percent four-star, and then forty-six percent one-star. So the one-star Popeyes turkey is boiled, not fried. So a lot of people, I guess that it used to be a fried turkey, mm-hmm. and now I guess they moved to uh, boiled uh, for whatever reason. Boiled turkey. All right. uh, here's something that, speaking of turkey, and I this brings up what I wanted to do on the last Halloween podcast, but we didn't do it. So I'm kind of uh, extending Halloween for a second here. 
I had picked out a few urban legend stories that I wanted to to to, uh, to tell you guys, and I want to hear you guys react to these stories. So uh, this first one is called uh, the baby roast, um, or also the hippie babysitter. Is that how it relates to turkey? Yes. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find where I can read the whole story here, but this is basically a story that I heard on another podcast a long time ago. So uh, there was a basically a young couple that had just had a baby, and they were excited about this new baby. It's like maybe a couple months old, but a uh, either I think they were either going to a party or some kind of Broadway show that was coming into town that night. So they wanted to hire a babysitter, um, and they talked to a young girl on the phone, and the young girl, she says, oh, yeah, they think she's great. So they invite her over, and then they discover that she's a hippie. She, when she gets there, she's a hippie. So uh, they talk to her. They tell her, hey, we're going to go to the show. We'll be back in a couple hours. Just do what you need to do with the baby. They left instructions for yada, yada, yada. It's a couple-month-year-old baby. So they go to this play, um, and they watch the first half of the play. During the intermission, they call back to the babysitter, and uh, – the babysitter says, um, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's great. You know, the baby's doing well. I'm really hungry, though, and I want to I'm, – I'm, I roasted and I stuffed the turkey that you guys had. And the, the mom goes, well, okay, that, that's fine. And she looks to the husband and says, I don't, I don't remember having a turkey, honey. And uh, the husband goes, uh, you know, d- d- didn't really pay much attention to it. And uh, they go back into the play uh, and watch the rest of the play for however long it is. And then a couple hours pass and they come home. So they come home. uh, They come check. They come into the house and they find out and they see on the floor laying in the living room that the the hippie girl is tripping out on LSD or like on some sort of acid or something. So she's out cold. And they can't find the baby. Mm. Can't find the baby. (laughs) This is going (laughs) So they find they find uh, they they're looking all through the house and they they smell the roast chicken or the turkey that the hippie had 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 made and they go you know it smells nice but it it doesn't smell like I remember a turkey smelling so they go into the kitchen and they find in the kitchen actually in the freezer in foil the baby half eaten and stuffed with stuffing. Roasted by the hippie. <laughs> what the fuck, Java? Do you think that? No, all right. No, now, okay, okay. Now, this is what I'm going to ask. Do you think that comes from truth? Uh, yeah. I think everything is happened. Is this Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Uh, no. You don't think that comes uh, from truth? I'm going to say no. My thing is, why would the, the family, why would you go? Like, it had to be a really good play for them to leave a several month year old baby at the house, like with a with an unknown person. I know I wouldn't do that. What with the acid queen? Yeah, Wait. especially if they find out that she's a hippie. Do you know if this is true or not? Or you just? I have no idea. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think the hippie plays a role in it at all because most of the time hippies are so laid back and kicked back that actually probably not bad babysitters. But I don't, at the end of the day, no, I'm not leaving my two month old kid with somebody that I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's absurd. I, I don't think it's a real story. Well, but they didn't it was have just one a, family member they could turn to. Yeah, they were they were by the maybe they moved. 
yeah. They didn't have we any. We went to that play on Friday night, and I was shell-shocked. Now, granted, I know they're probably there, and they have family members, but I was shell-shocked the amount of truly infant babies that were at that play on Friday night. Really? Which I think is kind of – now, the only thing that I'll give them credit for, any liter, literally any squawk, they removed themselves, which is cool. Um, but I was just surprised. I mean, I mean, there was probably yeah. like 50 people there, 50, 60 people there, and think... there was probably like at least five babies. Oh, so, uh, so and if the baby cried, they left? Mm-hmm. Did you I take that? Uh, it's a stand-up move. That's well, actually, be. yeah, because a be. lot of people probably wouldn't think of doing that. Like that was even uh, back in the day, a lot of people's bitch, and Chris, you could probably speak on behalf of this, going to church. I mean, a lot of people would bitch about the fact that they don't get anything out of church because of, you know, the baby's crying or this and that. Yeah, I, I don't know what you think about that. It's I, a catch-22 because, you know, it's supposed to be a family atmosphere. And you know, back in the day, Father Miles welcomed that. Uh, I mean, I don't and, think a baby gets much out of church. I mean. <laughs> no, but it's taking – the bitches was, you know, you want people to come to church, so the only way to come to church is you, you got to bring, bring your, your kids. Yeah. But then you have your older people that have been there, done that, that's there to actually try to get something out of the mass, and, and Jub's baby's crying the whole damn time. I'll <laughs> tell you what, I won't bring unless – unless my kid is like a mute or well, well, well behaved until it's a certain age to be able to function – then I'm not gonna see. That's a, not to contradict you, and you can obviously do whatever the fuck you want to do in life. But I don't think that's the right thought process. We had Luke out day one because the whole goal is you try to mold them in the atmosphere to teach them what it's how you're supposed to act. Yeah. If you remove them from that situation, they're never gonna know how to act. No, but you don't think there should be like a grace period? No, nope, I don't. And well, here's the dumb. I'm not saying we're right, but we never. Because I don't think a baby even really knows where it is, like within. I mean, I didn't gain consciousness until I was like. I don't four. know, but but I guess they can start to to learn. I guess I don't know. Until you gain consciousness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think about it. When you sleep remember, I mean, for think about years, it. I, you don't shit. remember. You don't remember when you're a baby. No, but I don't remember shit from last week either. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, what's Saturday the earliest? Night. The earliest yeah. memory you have is not like when you're one, two, three. Well, we talked about this on the show. Yeah, we did. Uh, I remember talking about our it. earliest earliest year. Yeah. Of rem- or but I think of I think for a certain amount of time, I think you you're not like I wasn't there. Well, I don't, no, you wanted as a, a year old kid. I agree with that. You're not gonna have that recollection on what. Wonder why that is. Wonder if that's. I guess because like, your your brain probably isn't fully. Yeah, developed, but do you think like like why do we not remember like being born? You think it'd just be too like traumatic for your yeah. your brain's like, like a peanut at that. Yeah, but Maybe I mean, you would that. think that you would re- recollect something, but like you literally don't. I you literally could not remember anything. I'm sure there's some dickheads out there that claim they do remember. Oh, it for sure. Yeah. and I would imagine, yeah, that would be. Uh, you think about it, you're traveling down the birth canal, then all of a sudden you come <laughs> yeah. out like that'd be. I think it'd be. Yeah, I mean, too it'd be like, oh shit! Oh, shit. Wow. I'm like, wow, huh? what's this? this it's got to be trippy. that. It's got to be that. Because if you'd remembered that your whole life, I think if you, I feel like that'd mess you up. Chris, what's your thoughts about the church thing? Well, I, I was just thinking about that, and you know, and we had gone to church, you know, religiously for a long, long time. And I remember taking the kids when they were young, and the, not maybe the exact same, but when they would act up, or I, I didn't want them to be a distraction, so we'd go to the back. Uh-huh. But there'd be other families, you know, just that you know they, it, you know, they the kid would be crying and just climbing everywhere and just just being unruly. And you're thinking to yourself, when are they going to take this kid out of mm-hmm. here? You know, and, and, and I would, you know, and you can't blame the kid. No, it's like, hey, hey, dickhead, mom, take take that kid out of here. <laughs> yeah, you no, know? I agree because, because it, it does take away from the mass. Mm-hmm. If if you know, uh, trying to you know listen to the message or the readings, whatever, and then you got some kid that's just being unruly, but. I didn't have I it, it didn't bother me that much, but I just think you you, you should have a, yeah. a better handle on the kids, and if they're loud and obnoxious, then get them out. 
I get with way a ruler. more frustrated with the parents than ever with the yeah. baby. Oh, without a doubt. Because it's like uh, you got a kid at, like on an airplane that's crawling all over the seats, like screaming, and it's not a baby; it's like a toddler that's that can be corrected, and the mom just sits there like. The but I think it goes back plane. to what we always talk about: the word self-aware and having respect mm. for your fellow man. At yeah. the end of the day, if somebody is at church and they're there for the right reasons, I my kid should not rule in your experience. Yeah, yeah and exactly. I'll, and I'll piggyback off of this and kind of same subject, not same subject. Like Friday night before we went to that play, we went to dinner. What's your guys' honest opinion of people having that answer cell phones at dinner time and have full blown conversations at dinner time? Dickhead. Total like with dickhead. like with you or no. like in it just in the in restaurant the, in the restaurant. At that time, and I think it still goes back to, like, it's about the experience. You work hard all week, and you're looking to go enjoy a meal and relax, and now you got to hear some fucking dickhead yeah, on the just well, No, outside. but how about the guy, and I've, several times, they have the other person on speaker. Well, yeah. that's, 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 like, bad. that's I, so bad. I've, I, I have the rule of thumb. If somebody calls me during dinner, I will pick up, but I my goal is the person within – Five yard, five feet from me should not be able to hear what I'm saying. And that's no. fair. If yeah. that's the case, then I don't think it's a big deal. But yeah. like this cat, I could we, I was part of his conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's in any case, if you're in public and you answer the phone, nobody should be able to hear what you're talking. Well, about. that happens all the time too. Like, and I, I don't grocery shop, but I know like a lot of people have full like walking around the mall or like. I guess I'm so confused that you're that important or that conversation's that important that you're taking away from what your goal is because it's going to procrastinate your goal. If you're yeah. grocery shopping, you talking on the phone, you're not grocery shopping. Unless you're talking to whoever is like, like maybe hey, maybe you're get, calling Cheryl. To, to be able to get what you need yeah, or whatever, yeah, yes. Yeah. But if you're talking about, hey, you and Bobby want to go down to the bar on Wednesday. Yeah, it's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think that most people do that because they put themselves up, they feel like – they're important and like hey look at me kind of thing because i think it would work i like i wouldn't want to be the center of attention where no. somebody goes yeah fuck's that dude doing kind of thing absolutely that- well i think it's i think it's that i think it's either you want to be the center of attention or they're just so oblivious to what the hell's going on around them it's, it's just that. like i think that's like, a lot of that too. Oh, hello yeah I'm, I'm in the store right now what do you need mm. I, what's up like I don't know. People are just. I, I mentioned this yeah. early. It might have been on the first podcast that I was in a movie theater, and it was the first time it ever happened to me where I heard a phone ring, and the guy didn't just shut off. He picked up and answered, and everybody in the theater was like, "Hey, dude, shut the hell up!" <laughs> like we're watching. This everybody movie. called him out. Oh yeah, it was Super awesome. Cool. It was so cool. Like the dude. It. I think some dude literally got up and just said, "Hey, dude, shut the fuck up!" Like right at him, and they and then he t- hung his phone up, and or I think he left. But either way, I thought that was great. Or and. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, just getting back to the church thing with the cell phones and people like you talk about not being aware. Like, go in and, and your cell phone, the volume's up real loud and it rings. I hate that. Turn it just, I mean, I hate that. My dad has that issue sometimes. He and he does it a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's not very good. Well, well I can him and technology. But I, and we were talking about this uh, in one of our meetings over the week with uh, the ladies that um, you came in E3 and they came and helped us out a little bit. They they were laughing because my dad was talking about how he's not good with technology, and they just said you should like have a camera, follow him around, and try to get him to learn technology because he's so he's so bad at that. Just simple ringer, and I'm always like, turn it off when we get to the radio, turn it off. But he has it always on ringer, right by the mic, and it goes bing. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of people on their phone, we went. I think forget what we were doing here. 
think we had a, either a podcast or maybe a radio show early or something, and I was here by myself. Oh, no, I'll tell you what it was. It was Friday after these guys got done at Elm Grove, and I'm here by myself, and I didn't have a car because I think he dropped me off. Jared dropped me off. So I <gasps> went and I sat down at the waterfront. I walked over the waterfront. It was nice out, so I sat down and sat at the waterfront. It's really nice down it there. It is nice it's down It's a there. beautiful setting down there. And I'm sitting there, and I start hearing, like, coming up from West Banco. So it's like a... 200 yards away i start hearing this yelling and it's like a it's a girl's voice and he's she's mfing like and like saying and she's white like white is that white is our ceiling like couldn't be any white whiter than me and she starts saying the n-word like just dropping it like right like as she's on the phone like dropping it and i'm like am i am i this is this can't be real and i turn around and she's this whale of a human being and she's just no care for anybody she's just sloppily dressed and she's i heard every word of her conversation on the phone and it's her mf and because her baby daddy beat the shit out of her and now she's dating another Jesus. guy that doesn't want anything to do with her and now she's going to take him to court oh, and, so you know the whole thing oh i knew the whole thing and i was so mad because it was nice and peaceful i was reading on my ipad and this bitch comes to walking up just like the lady in the clapper commercial she's smug she thinks she knows everything <laughs> and she comes up and just screaming into her phone like mf and this this guy on a phone talking about Eric, and then so i'm sitting there for the full 30 minutes full 30 minutes she's screaming into her phone and i'm looking back at her like and she see, she knows i'm looking at her and every time i look at, at look at her she kind of picks it up a little bit and i think she was doing it for a show at least that's what i thought so we were putting the set down at the Capitol Theater, which we can talk about the dance here in a second, but we're putting the set in there and trying to test it out on the stage so we can roll it out. And as we're coming to put the stuff out into the, the alleyway so we can keep it there, I'll be damned, she comes across the suspension bridge on her phone screaming. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm, yeah screaming yeah. into her phone. Same bitch doing the same thing. And it pisses me off so bad that nobody, and I wish I had the balls, like, I think you could do it. I couldn't do it. To just say, hey, no, I'm here to relax. It's beautiful. It's beautiful here. Just shut the hell up. Like, you're ruining everybody else's experience, and not to mention she's this disgusting beast of a fucking She's bitch. probably making it up. She's probably schizo, and she's probably just like, th this whole thing is like, she thinks it's cool, and she actually thinks she has a, a baby daddy and a baby mama that's... <laughs> mad and she did get quiet. The whole thing up. she did get quiet i stood up and i made a point to walk close to her and she did get quiet when i walked past her but then she just picked back up right you should be there. able to grab her phone and just whip it into the river it probably wasn't even a real phone i'd rather well, break it first I yeah would, yeah i mean slam, slam it, down, slam yeah, it and then and throw it in the river it. Yeah. i'm gonna give the preface that i do not condone any man laying their hands on a woman because it's fucked up but he didn't hit her hard enough <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah yeah thank you yeah thank you. and just just yeah. Well, and you talk, speaking of so this is one of the coolest things I'd seen when you, when you talk about cell phones. This uh, this goes back, God, probably seven, eight years. Uh, Emily's, it, they were playing uh, uh, travel ball, I think. I don't think it was Wheeling Park's team. But anyway, we were in Wheeling, and we all decided to go to TJ's. And there was probably, you know, the adults and I don't know if the whole team, maybe eight girls, whatever. And that guy, he's been working at TJ's for, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. If you saw him, you might know. But anyway... As we come in and we sat down, he, it was funny. And they, the girls went along with it. He said, all right, 
I, he had a bag. He said, put all your cell phones in here. You're, you're going to sit here with your parents and your friends, and you're going to talk while you eat. You're not going to be on your phone. Oh, that's super cool. And every though. kid put their phone in there. And I thought, that how many times you see it at the dinner table? Or, well, not, good I, good for the girls for putting, actually well, they putting actually them in did. there. And they, yeah, they, good they, for there them. There were a couple of girls that I thought uh, wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, and and I, but <laughs> they they did. Ah. But uh, no, I thought it was pretty cool because I was like, yeah, and, and and that's how it should be. I mean, I, I like I, I bet if you, Cheryl and Luke were having dinner and Luke's got his fucking head in his phone, we don't, I'll be honest. He, if we out to eat, which we don't eat out much anymore. No, we none of us. That's that's the rule. And then even at the dinner table, maybe at the end, but at the end of the day, if like that's truly our time. So no, phones no, aren't out. Actually, yeah. is so, it Jimmy? Is that who you're talking about, Jimmy? The guy that is retired now that doesn't work there anymore? The guy that's been there, that was there forever. They always used to see, see you and clean off tables and stuff, but he was the man. He was ne he was next to TJ. That's like, who That's okay, who it was. Right. And yeah, I, I couldn't remember his name. But yeah, he made him do it. And Good they, for and him. They, they, they complied. And, Good and, for and the they, girls for doing yeah, it, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I try to, like when we're at the dinner table with my, my parents and family, I try to stay off of it, but sometimes I, I, I'm i one of those. Slip up. But, yeah. It's not a perfect storm. It's not. Yeah. Um, we uh, had a great weekend. That was fun. For the about the past what five weeks, we pretended that we were going to be soup stage crew, and we <laughs> ended up dancing in Ohio or dancing with the Ohio Valley Stars, which that was the, probably one of the most terrifying and yet highlights of my life. So that was one of the best kept secrets ever, without a doubt. Yeah, I, well, I mean, <laughs> for people that might not know, I'd, Soup got invited to dancing with the Ohio Valley stars to represent the pine room. Uh, and, and the, for the first, probably, I think he'd been practicing probably for a couple weeks before three or, four weeks. three or four weeks before he found out that he could have backup dancers. And usually everybody just gets girls from the studios that the girl that, that people that they dance from, but which he could have easily done. Yeah. He could have easily gotten just the girls to do it and been a backup. But he said, do you guys want to do it? Actually, I don't even really—I don't even really remember um, if he asked me. Uh, Kona was like, he said, "Hey," he called me one day and said, "You're not gonna believe this. I can have backup dancers." Like, <laughs> yeah. and I, and it, it wasn't even really like, "Do you want to do it?" It just kind of was like, "You're in." And yeah. I was like, "I mean, yeah, okay, I'm mm -hmm. in." He called me, and I never forgot. I woke up from a nap. He called me, and he said, "Hey, uh, I got a proposition for you." Uh, so we got the dance coming up. I just found out that I can do. We can have backup dancers. And I knew it was coming, and he goes, he goes. I talked to Jarrett because he knew I was going to be the hardest one to convince. So he called him first and called Cooley first and said, these two are already in. It's up to you. And if you're in, then we're going to do it. And I was like, oh, I can't say no. Cause you got then, strong arm moves. Yeah, yes, so, then, so then I was like, <laughs> you all got right. Clapped. Yeah, like, you got yeah, clapped. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I said, let's talk to Jarrett. I'll talk to Jarrett, and then I ended up doing it. Yeah. Uh, well, I know this much, and I know I said it last night. It's going to sound really cheesy. Super proud of all you guys because at the end of the day, it is true. You get up there and do something that truly the year that is not your mantra, yeah. and it's completely out of your guys' comfort level. And I think it's important to be able to step outside of your comfort level and do shit like that. But to actually do it is super badass. You guys did all a wonderful job. And I think that whole uh, production, and I know we talked about last night on the call, even if I don't know anybody moving forward, I will hands down go to that. That yeah, thing yeah. was a blast. Absolutely. Man. It was Augusta Levy was just awesome. And Taylor Rise, who kind of ran the whole thing, she was awesome. We had her on the radio a couple of times. But just the, like, I, and I'll say it, it genuinely to me was like, it was a fun, yeah, it, it was, was so really fun. fun. Like yeah. going to practice 
dance and the girls that we worked with, uh, Peyton, 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 um, Lexi and Jill were our, they were just unbelievable. The way they conduct themselves. And we were talking about this, Cooley and I, um, the way that these girls act, you wouldn't even believe that they're as young as they are. Every dance girl seems to carry themselves. And I don't know whether it's because of the structure of the dance, like culture. I don't know. Every one of them is so mature and so polite that, that like, it, it was so nice working with them. And they were just, they were awesome. They helped us out whenever we needed. Like, Jell was struggling with a couple parts. And every time he said, hey, can we do it? They're, no problem. And even, like, me and Cooley and I, everybody said, hey, can we, like, work on a little part? No problem. They don't care. They they were awesome to help. Peyton is – Peyton Nickerson, and I've I've played with a lot of really good athletes. I've been around a lot. She is honestly probably one of the best athletes I've ever been around. What she's able to do on this, it is incredible. I mean, she she was doing some solo work, and I, have, I, I don't know the lingo about dance. I don't know, like, the – landscape of dance i don't know what constitutes what but she was doing this solo routine that she has to do i think coming up here soon for something and i couldn't i sat there and watched it like two times over and i couldn't like i would have sat there and watched a couple more times how number one how athletic she is number two how quickly she can adapt to herself like if she wants to change something she just changes it immediately like can like within a heartbeat and how all those girls in there work well with each other. Like, they all, like, she has a partner, Peyton and Peyton. Peyton with an A and Peyton with an E. They they bounce ideas off each other. Like, it was incredible to watch. Like, two, two minds that are on the same wavelength that are able to do the same thing. It was incredible. And they were, like, ed- like editing, as like, live editing as we're doing our things. Stuff they wanted to change, stuff they wanted to add. It was phenomenal. Peyton Nickerson, so sweet. After our, uh, when we got to the first dress rehearsal down at the Capitol, she gave myself, Jarrett, Cooley, and Soup little cards and said, Thank you for working with us. She was proud of us and she got us like Starbucks gift cards. I know, which is awesome. So we got to, we got to hook her up with some. It, it was just, uh, the, the whole thing really was just incredible. I, I know I keep saying it, but. Going and I, on, a, I don't know how much longer we could have got away with. We, I don't know if we we could have. We just kept saying, "Yeah, we got to go help Soup with his his dance. We're going to be the the prop guys." Well, it and started to leak out at the end. It started. Yeah, to, it, it started. It's a slippery slope. It started because yeah, somebody yeah. somebody said. Uh, I think it was. It might have been Peyton's mother, maybe to talk to you, Chris, mm. and said that her daughter was was dancing with with us guys. No, it was Jill's. It was Jill's dad, who works at a bank. I think <laughs> somebody somebody said that they had talked to you and said that they were dancing with with us. And I think I don't think the girls knew that we were keeping it a secret, and they were just oh, saying it. So no. it kind of started the. And then we saw some other girls at the uh, that the dance academy that knew. Like our our parents or whoever, and I think they may have said a few a few things. So it it started to to leak out of the the and especially with the 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 rehearsal early in the morning, all the people that were there saw it too. So yeah. it was a ton of fun though. I mean, oh my god, it was at fun. the end of it. I was kind of sad. I was, I like, was too. I, like, I, I look forward to practices every week. I was looking forward to the dance, and then once it was over, I was like, man, yeah, I'm, yeah I was like, oh, we're not gonna see him anymore. Yeah, I was like, oh, we've been like friends all forever. Them. 
Well, I think a lot of it is too. Um, I know we're really bad as people that live here in Wheeling, West Virginia, on busting balls on Wheeling, West Virginia. There's nothing to do. Blah blah blah. You know, at the end of the day, there is a lot of things. Mm, to absolutely. Do. Whether yep. you choose to do them or not mm. is a totally different. You got to look for it. You got to look for it. You yes. really do. And you ha- and I understand maybe that is a lack of marketing, or maybe that's what Wheeling needs to do a better job of promoting stuff. Maybe that's where they lack on their end. And, and I'm not saying it's not New York City. And if anybody thinks it's going to be New York City, you need to fucking move to New York City. Yeah. yeah. But it, uh, but I do think there's plenty of things. That's number one. Number two, I think uh, being a destination as the capital is, you think about the names and the history behind the Capitol Music Hall. It's unbelievable. If you look at the people that have been there and granted, it probably wouldn't mean much to our generation. But you talk to people that have rolled through the talent and entertainers and stuff. like We're talking huge, huge names. Um, the other side of that is you forget, I haven't been to the Capitol in a long time. I was telling the wifey, man, you row in there and granted, I know it's a little old school, but they've updated a lot of things as well. Place is fucking beautiful. Man. It, it, it is. Awesome. I it mean, is. you're talking about aesthetically and, and I don't know, and maybe I'm just an idiot, but if you look around at the art and how that place mm. is built and how old school it is and stuff like that. It is. It's just, it, it's an impressive place. And then you throw in the fact of matter, their sound system I mean, that some of that pounding, it was going through my chest that night, <laughs> yeah. which in retails gets you into the show because yeah. you're kind of mm-hmm. jacked up and the music's mm-hmm. feeling good. You can hear good. underneath, too. Yeah, the vibe and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think all of that is unbelievable, and I just think sometimes we all want to throw shade on good old well in West Virginia. I just choose to let not go out and be mm. a loser but there is things to do yeah. <laughs> if i wanted to do well, yeah most people that complain about there not be like being enough to do around here i feel like it's who you surround yourself with like true you just don't have friends that want to do much mm-hmm. like yeah. i being friends with all these guys and you guys like we just we look for stuff to do like soup finds millions of things for us to do so i, I feel like if you want to find something to do you can find it here because realistically I mean, sure, you might find more volume of stuff to do in New York, but I mean, what else are you going to do in New York City? Is if I mean that you can't? I mean, obviously, there's going to be like uh, forty different Broadway shows going on, forty different orchestras or jazz bars going on, but that's not like you can't find that stuff here. I mean, it might be at a smaller venue and a smaller amount, but uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think the area gets a a definite bad rap just because of what it is i mean I, I some people i think like to just i don't know just throw shade and the other part to that is is you sitting there really um bragging all you guys bragging about the girls and um just what type of talent that takes and i think it's super cool on how people from that are not involved with something or that have never been involved with any how you guys probably learned an appreciation for how much work how much time I mean, the, the muscle memory mm-hmm. and the mindset that has to go into that. I mean, those people, man, and use the word athlete for people. Anybody to think they're not athletes, then you're oh, fucking you're ridiculous. An you're a total yes, idiot. You're, you're an ignorant. I, t- I told somebody, I can't remember who I was talking to. I said I have a, a very much newfound respect for dancers because mm-hmm. they are – that day, we went in there, and they, I think Peyton was telling us that not only does she go to school all day, she goes to school from 7 to 2.30, comes to – the studio and probably doesn't get done till nine o'clock and grinds that out days, man. with Jesus. with not only does she do stuff for herself because she's got competitions and things that she wants to be in but she's teaching kids that are three four five years old i mean it's it's like that little girl we saw in there she she got done dancing real quick comes sprinting out into the lobby eats a cheeseburger and goes right back in to mm-hmm, dance yeah. together mm-hmm. and, and i gotta say this i've shit on parents of 
kids before on here, especially because like I've been around baseball and kids, their parents of, of uh, players in younger sports like Pinto and Mustang. And for the majority in this day and age, parents suck with, mm-hmm. with a doubt. little league sports. But every one of those mothers that was in that uh, dance academy that I had met, and there were a couple dads in there too, that I had talked to, incredibly nice. Every one of them incredibly nice. We didn't belong there, and we obviously looked like we didn't belong there. <laughs> There's out. 50 little girls and then three or four guys that weirdos. Looked, yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was a little like when we walk in. And the owners are gonna really like. You guys should have rocked some tights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah. owners were we so might have nice. Got kicked out then. <laughs> uh, it turned it out. The owners were just so nice to us. They told us all about it, like talking about their schedules, what they got coming up. They invited us to be a part of like they do a fitness thing on Tuesdays. Um, so turn it out dance academy if you have a kid or you're gonna have a kid or a cousin or a friend that wants to get into dance turn it out i think is your place to go i'm not going to say anything bad about anybody else but just from our experience at turn it out and they are they, they got some uh bling with they got some what do they call hardware that? yeah they got some hardware they you walk in there and you see about 50 trophies and you think these they know what they're doing <laughs> it, 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 it's such a different world that i literally and you like you were saying I've never been a part of anything like it, and just kind of learning throughout the what five weeks that we practiced was so cool. Like, and and with the girls too, like we're we're learning simple little things, and like they immediately like know exactly. And I guess that's with anything if you do it a lot, but mm-hmm. just the, I, I have so much respect for them. Like Jub said, just a newfound newfound respect of of dance. Maybe maybe we'll have to go to some well, <laughs> some Jub, competitions. Do you, do you remember my favorite part of all of it? Oh yeah, we so before we before we went out to the actual audi- audition, the uh, rehearsal down at the Capitol, we came in and did a rehearsal in TIO turnout, and we had to come in full dress, and we did it in front of the whole academy. So there's all these little girls, like I'm like fifty to maybe seventy little girls, all sat around in like a semicircle against the wall, and there are boys there too. So I don't want to say it's just girls, but. Um, we come in and you would have thought we were like WWE wrestlers. Like they were going nuts. They were cheering and really, the, oh, it was incredible. It was so awesome. cool. It was great. They I were all like cheering LeBron. and clapping, and they actually so they cheer for the first time and they kind of start to die down. And then he goes up in the front and just like goes like, yeah. <laughs> and they all start cheering again. <laughs> it was oh, awesome. that's super cool. It was yeah. really cool. And I felt like a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, and all those all those people, the girls, and then the the owners of the place were so like. You like you really would like we weren't like they just treated we're us like, like we were fucking idiots yeah like in in they go up like complimenting us said we did a great job like even though we probably didn't but <laughs> the they just were it, it was the it was really really cool I know I keep saying it but it was it was awesome yeah. it was really really neat he's cool he goes yeah that just made my whole week <laughs> it was awesome something else I'm gonna add to this and this is really really cheesy but I it is it it was a building we didn't add we didn't add to this our group but our it was a building filled with beautiful people, yeah, man and female, yeah. At the end of the day, and I'm not saying that. The other thing that I think it's cool to see, and we, I know that sounds. I like country. no, I like how you preface by we didn't add to that. We didn't add. We didn't add. And the other part about that is, it is nice to see in Wheeling, West Virginia. Let's be honest, we do have our our fucking idiots in Wheeling, mm-hmm. and you go to some even restaurants nowadays. You go to a nailer game. You go to different places, venues. And people just don't know how to fucking dress. Like it's mm-hmm. like you look like they yeah. haven't showered in days, mm-hmm. and their 
are just wearing fucking their pajamas. Yeah. It was nice to see a building filled of beautiful people that I'm not saying they were tuxedoed out, yeah. but everybody was dressed, it you know, felt nice. nice. To dress yes, yes that kind of thing. So yeah. it was nice to be part of something like that as well. And yeah. here's one more thing, and then we can stop the dance talk. But um, you would think in a competition like that, and I'm assuming in many competitions that are in that similar format where you pitted against each other, that you would have some sort of animosity towards your other cast members or whatever down below that stage backstage you would have thought we were all part of one big team like everybody was complimenting each other high-fiving us we came off everybody was saying such a great job we were cheering for everybody on the stage guys were shotgunning beers like down wow. in the stage room yeah. we were taking shots of captain no shit captain and coke taking oh, yeah, pictures at oh, the bottom oh i mean like we get ready to go and like people that are are up in the stage obviously they're keeping it away from you know the main populace because there's little kids running around and stuff like that but like for the majority like a guy would come down he'd like to have a drink with everybody we would you know watch it on the tv and we'd give high fives and, <laughs> and then another group went up and came down and we just rotated and everybody was so supportive like i was nervous and multiple couples were saying hey and, and the pros that were in there were saying hey this is all you got to do you're not going to be able to see anybody just do what you know what you do once you get out there you're going to be fine it was so cool how it was so nice and refreshing where everybody was working together. There was no no competition there. Even after it was over, it was like, all right, it's over. Yeah. I mean, we didn't we were kind of bummed we didn't win, but at the end of the day, it was just we had we had no stakes in it. It's not like we, you know, it, but it was so cool. It was just so nice to see everybody being so kind to each other and it was it was really 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 cool. It was really nice. Well, I, I am so glad that I went, and if it wasn't for soup, I probably would never go to Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. But I just, what Jeff said a little bit ago, I'll, if I don't know a soul in that thing next year, I'll definitely go. It was a beautiful event. Yeah. Everything about it was great. I thought Tate was unbelievable. Oh, Tate was awesome. Tate was great. As an MC. Shout out IC Cab. But so, you know, like you said, you, you got a newfound appreciation for, yes. for the actual art of dancing. Mm -hmm. And, and I do too, but just that, that whole event, yeah, you know, because usually, you know, guys like us say, oh, you know, we're, we're macho. We got to go watch a fucking mm -hmm. a boxing match or <laughs> yeah. MMA or football. And it's like, no, that was totally different. I, like you said, the venue was great. It was a, something we're not used to going to seeing. And I, I, I'm giving it an 11 out of a 10. Yes, I, absolutely. I absolutely. absolutely. Um, if, if, Soup that we did win third place, so that was yeah, that was we good. Third. We Which won is third. A big deal. <laughs> yeah, I know, definitely. I know you want to kind of downplay that a little bit right now, but at the end of the day, I mean, Sue Campbell don't have no dancing experience, and at the and the other thing is, and obviously, I'm not trying to sell anything. It wasn't meant for us to win. At the no, end of the no, day, it really, it really so. wasn't meant for us to win. And you throw in some other people, the two people that came down to the finals. I mean, the one was a cheerleader with years of dancing experience, mm -hmm. and the other one I think had also some kind of mm -hmm. uh, dancing. So. You're not going to win that. There was some no. really good performances. Yeah, yeah some really, third, really good. Yeah, to get third. And I'll yeah. be honest, your guys' performance is great. It wasn't that it wasn't good enough to win, so I'm not trying to say mm, that yeah. either. But if we, hey. it, we, the cards we'll take, we were we'll take it. We got hardware. I'll say we this. We, I, I said this from the get-go. I thought we were looked at as the underdogs for sure. Without a doubt, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, with Peyton, I don't know. Peyton. Well, Peyton's yeah. Peyton definitely Peyton, helped. Yeah. Peyton, if it was her alone, she would have won. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Peyton, she would have broke was... some kind of record. And here's the selfish part, too. For exposure side, I couldn't believe the amount of people, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, the amount of people that I've seen that I have not seen in a really long time at that place, like, hold on. 
we love podcasts. We didn't even know you guys did a podcast, yeah. mm-hmm. but that kind of stuff. So hopefully, selfishly, yeah. we get some exposure. Good to hear. Well. Good yeah. to hear. Jo- real quick, Josh, how nervous were you? Because oh you, God, because. I, I, which one were you more nervous? Was it the show of hands or this? I told him, I said, I said, we, you've done, you did generations. The one where you couldn't even speak when you're up he, there. Here's the show. Of hands. That was funny. Here's the different, different. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I am horrible in front of people. I've always that's had so that fear. Not true, yeah, you're so not you're, well, you're an no, no. Idiot. Okay. Idiot okay. I'm, maybe I'm not horrible, but I'm terrified to be in front of people. Okay, that's I'm fair. absolutely mortified to be in front of people. And I've been that way since like, middle school having to do projects in front of people out of the birth i've hated it i've hated being in front of crowds and i don't like it so the difference of generations was number one all of you guys were with us and it was all of us doing it for the first time so like we had no and it wasn't a competition so we're just up there to shoot the shit for an hour or however long we did it so that was that show of hands was also kind of different because as much as that was a competition all i had to do was speak and i've Spoken before, I've I've done that before, and I'm I'm terrible I'm terrible or I, I'm I'm terrified of doing it, but I've also done it before, so I had some sort of. Uh, don't get me wrong, it was horrifying. I was absolutely horrified being up there, and I think I probably shook more than I've ever done in my life. But soup crying helped me out too, so that oh, yeah. that kind of helped me out. Um, but this was number one. I'd never danced before in my life. I've never, ever, ever danced before. I don't know how to dance, and I've never, other than like me and Chris boogieing down in Ocean City. Yes, right. <laughs> like right. nobody cares about that. But I've never done an, a choreographed dance. Number two, I felt like it was my responsibility to do well for Soup and for Peyton. Like I didn't want to let them down at all, that's and that's that's what freaked me out the most. I was like, if I would happen to like step in in, in fall or something, then. I, I knew that probably the judges didn't care give two shits about us three idiots being up there. But I thought, you know, maybe if they're judging the whole routine and I, you know, mess it up, then, uh, you know, I am I pay for, or Soup has to pay for my idiocy. Secondly, <laughs> it's at the Capitol fucking theater where <laughs> I'm in front of 500 people in a in a place that's beautiful on an actual stage like where i'm the soul yeah the lights are the, that's it there's no nobody's paying attention to anything else but us up there so that was another thing and i just again my big thing was like i didn't want to let soup down that was my number one thing i was like i just all i want to do is get out there do it and get done and once we did it it was like i really didn't really need to stress well, that after much. We, it was so fast oh it's, it was so it's fast because like yeah, yeah, ours was done. like 30 seconds our part did you feel any better after you did the dress rehearsal no i felt worse because i messed it up in the dress rehearsal. in the dress rehearsal i fudged it up at the at the very end there's this part at the end where you got to step out step out and he was he had been a mess about that part and i couldn't do for it for weeks he he had been i tried about it. this part where you go you step Boom, step, boom. And he said, I just can't get it. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. I tried it without shoes on. I tried it with shoes on. I tried it with flip-flops on, with socks on, and I couldn't do it. And I would stand in my room and do this move over and over and over and over again. So then... What freaked me out was we get back into this, and I'm like doing it with him, like trying to get my pacing down. Then it freaks me out even more because Jill, my partner, comes up to me right before we're going to go out and says, hey, we're rushing a little bit. You know, you got to slow down and pay attention to me. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Like now, 
now I'm so focused on that. I'm like, oh shit. I'm then I knew what was going to happen because it's like when you focus on something so hard, something else goes wrong. So we go out on stage and the whole time I'm like, I, I'm going to die. I literally thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to have a heart attack and pass out or die or whatever, hit my head off the stage. <laughs> and I tried to nap. Wow. All worst case scenarios. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, I'm not a hypochondriac. <laughs> Can you tell? Uh, but I tried to take a nap three times that morning, and I couldn't do it. And the night before, I couldn't sleep. Every time I'd close my eyes, my heartbeat would start to go, and I would start to think about being up on that stage. But we go out... And I was so focused on not messing up the part that I was messing up that I f almost forgot the first part. So I'm like catching up at the first part. And then by the time we got through it, I did a decent job. But it was just so much. And then after it's over, it's like uh, this big tidal wave mm. of relief. But the adrenaline loss was crazy. That's oh, I thought. Yeah, I, I like never I, felt yeah, like that in my was life. Incredible. It was, was it really? Oh, it was, it was incredible. My heart was like you put my hand on your heart. Jub's fucking heart was literally beating out of his chest. Oh, I'm sure. I've I'm never sure. felt the way that I felt after that was over. Like I literally, I felt like I could crouch down and jump through yeah, yeah. two <laughs> floors yeah. of the roof. Oh, wow. When we put the desk out there, my heart was beating fast just for that. Like I'm, well, I hear Jub underneath slamming the wheels shut. Oh my God, Jub was, so, was fucking. So oh. you put the, the, the desk that we have uh -huh. has those things that you, they're like, once you push them down, locks the it, wheels, it locks right? the yeah. wheels mm -hmm. down. And you usually do it with your foot. But <laughs> yeah. I was so amped up and I had those dress shoes on that I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. So I said, fuck it. And I went underneath and I hit it so hard with yeah. my fist, I could have probably punched a hole That's probably through what happened the, to that wheel. Yeah, you're probably right. The wheel got messed up. <laughs> I hit it so hard. I hit it. So, but anyway, it was a great night. We did great. Hunter, yeah. just three. Oh, you go. Well, go I was going to ask a real quick points. question. So you guys are all nervous and you practice and all the, the anticipation. So when you take the stage, what do you see when you look out? Do you even see people? Is it like a blur? Because the lights are on you. Like, did you even know, like, well, you where can't your really parents see the people. were? It's, yeah, it's like black. Yeah, okay, because I, the I, lights I, are so bright mm -hmm. shining in. I mean, you can see, like, you know, little little bit out there, but... But, you're, I, but obviously, you're just, yeah, your it's focus nice is the, not fucking up. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I felt pretty good I, going yeah. in, like, and my partner was great. She was, we yeah. were over there laughing, and, and, and really, just watching Soup, and he was having so much fun, and Peyton's flying through the air, and I'm like... I'm clapping to the song. I'm like, oh, we got this. Yeah. So then I, w I was actually, I was smiling the whole time. So I felt, I, I felt pretty good. I, I was, cool I was though. all right. But cool, you, <laughs> you thought you messed up the whole thing, right? Well, yeah. There's a part where like she swings my arms over, and I'm supposed to hold onto her hands, and my hand flies off. When I rewatched the video, it's not. It I look, couldn't even see it. Yeah, it well, looks natural. See, but in what, my head, I'm like, yeah. fuck, I just blew it for but soup. Going, mm -hmm. I, and I'm not exaggerating i i don't remember much of the dance oh i don't i don't remember any of it i don't remember i can't like i can't picture what i saw i think i literally blacked out i think i blacked out yeah because i couldn't thing. remember the only thing i remember is getting out there and hitting my fist off the t off the wheels the and then afterwards i remember patting like you on the shoulder and i was like all right we got to go get the set and hmm. then in between then i was it happened so was out so just but. three things real quick. Did we get any video of the practices? Yes, yes. Yep. and I was I was just going to mention that. So the the full dance is on our social media. If you want to go see it, it's all on our social media. And then probably Sunday will come out. We have an entire video of the process leading up. I mean, we've filmed almost every practice session in between going to breakfast. So all of that is really oh, super really cool. good footage. So that'll be vlog number four going yeah. up probably Sunday when you're you're hearing this. So, so. here's another thing. 
real quick. And I don't know why I'm saying this on the podcast and people are going to laugh at me when I say this, but before, so you remember when I said I had to go down to the office because I left my deodorant down there? You yes. even knew I did this. Yes. Yeah. I was so worked up that I had to shit so bad. <laughs> like, I had to go so bad. That's okay, Well, then why the did you go to the bridge? Yeah, what the fuck? Because I, I went in there. I went in there. There are people in there. So I was like, I have to go cleaner. down to the studio. And like, did you go? No, I went down to the studio and before we went on, before we went on the stage, I was like, I'm going to shit myself <laughs> on stage. You never I went? No, I didn't go. I was too well, afraid. Well, I was wondering why. So he, he calls me. So he, he says, I got to go. So he, he didn't have his keys. So he's going to go down here. And he, we had deodorant down here. He says, I need to go get deodorant. I'm sweating. I forgot to put it on. So I was like, oh, okay. I gave him my keys. And he like, it was like two minutes later, he calls me and he goes, Ah, never mind. Hannah's bringing me deodorant. She did, though. She did bring me deodorant. He's like, no, she's bringing me deodorant. I'm coming back. I said, why don't you just go get it? No, it's fine. She's going to bring it to me. Because then I was afraid that I wasn't going to make it. Well, I was too afraid that I wasn't going to make it back and forth before 6.30 when we all wanted to meet. So I was afraid that I wasn't going to make it, it was down like, to the it, studio. It was like 6 no, o'clock. Yeah. 6.03. It was 6.03. <laughs> and I was walking out of there, and I thought, by the time I get down and back up, I was afraid. Well, I, I knew I knew that you were I, I knew that you were a mess because yeah. on the way uh, driving to the bridge when we were gonna go eat before he did literally didn't say a word. Yeah, you're he's so sitting quiet. there just like <laughs> <laughs> two things real quick. Then, so you said 500 people, and I know you were just probably using a number. Do we have any idea how many people were there? I don't it know. There had to be more than 500. Yeah, yeah I would, holds. That's I the think other. That's what someone told me is it holds 2,000. It does. So what yeah, does, I think what it looked pretty packed yeah. to me. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I, I don't think there were too many like, upstairs. I don't know. I but never, the I bottom. I mean, I think the lower. I think the lower. There were empty seats toward toward the back where we were sitting. But mostly, I would say was pretty full to bottom. Okay, say maybe. 700, 800? That's what I, my, my guess would have been. It was like 800. Okay. Well, and, and it hurts because the, the nailers opened up and then the West Virginia played at 7. So that, that hurt their, their attendance. But still, hey, good good There's crowd. Good crowd, crowd I thought. And last thing, I know you guys are amateurs and I get that. But is there anything, um, anything that you learned that could be building blocks to something else from a dance side of things? Like if you were going to go, you guys have wives right this moment and you were getting ready to go out. Is there anything you could build off of what you learned to become quote unquote a little bit more of a dancer? Yeah, I, I would do it again. I mean, not in front of people, but I would go and learn dance. Like if, if like Peyton ever did lessons or something with people, I'd absolutely go do it. I thought it was really cool to get to learn how to do that. But I mean, counting, I think, was one thing I learned. Like one, yeah, two, Yeah, moves are, for the most part, pretty simple. Yeah. Like, like the little one-two step. I think it was probably learn how to chasse. It's basically just chasse. a shuffle, just chasse. a shuffle. Ball step change. What that's what that? I learned. No, that's terminology. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what a, the two step thing. You, you uh, like one, two, then slide one, oh. two, slide, then then you come through. You come through and then mm-hmm. come back and go through that way. Yeah. Ball step change. I think we should go to a club and we just that's oh. like yeah, we should yeah, request awesome. request yeah. that song. Yeah. And then <laughs> to to answer your question though, I I would say somewhat, but I guess it was kind of a little bit. Bland. More fast-paced oh. kind. I don't know. Well, and it's so tailored to that one thing. Like it was, you didn't really learn the basics mm-hmm. of dance. It was like more specific for that. I say yes. When we learned, like when she said, like, "This is what you're doing," and like we kind of went over it a little bit, and then we pl- turned the music on to do it. They were so much faster. Than oh, I the first time, yeah, the first time when we did mess. it, when she turned the music on it, and they're going, I'm like, 
we're not gonna be able to do this. This is like, <laughs> like oh my god, I, I can't keep up with them. Mm-hmm. But when we we eventually got it, and I think it'd be cool if all this. of us went and tried to do some stuff because I think it's it really oh, wasn't. I, I would do it. It really no wasn't doubt. that hard. It was just really memorizing uh-huh. everything, which is phenomenal because they they have like they. I think one of the moms told me that they like girls will have three to four acts going on that they have to practice for, which is insanity. Did uh, and we were backstage when this happened. Did you guys see the act that the girls did with the ladder? Did, did you guys t- turn it yeah. out? Did they had the? the it was, a, it was a, during the intermission. Yeah, it was during an intermission oh, where yeah. they had. You guys might have been maybe getting a beer or something. But yeah, it was what they had a ladder. I remember seeing that thing with the ladder, but it like he said earlier, it, it was a little was little blurry. But that was the turning out girls, and they just the, watching that made me so nervous because we watched it earlier in the day. They're like climb. They're like holding the ladder and they're climbing up, and I'm like, holy shit! Like they're gonna fall, like dragging each other with the ladder. <laughs> and they said they called the ladder Scolio because it was all bent up and that <laughs> would break all right so you jeff you mentioned about you know with your wife like being able to dance or whoever mm-hmm. being able to dance all right so this is another urban legend and this is, has to do with oh geez uh so a young woman was getting married uh and she wanted to look her very very best and she decided that her expensive white dress would be set off by uh a nice golden tan so she was going to get a tan so unfortunately she waited until a week before the wedding started to start her tanning sessions, which she went to every salon in her town, which I don't know how many salons in our town we could go to and get a tan, uh, like a real tan. Mm-hmm. So she went to salon after salon that told her that she could only tan for 30 minutes twice a week to start. Um, at that rate, she wouldn't be tan in time for a wedding, and then the bride had a brilliant eye. She would tan the maximum amount at every ta- every tanning salon, because they, they set the limit at each tanning salon, so you can't tan for a certain amount of time at whatever salon. So she went to every tanning salon and tanned for the maximum amount of time at each place. Jesus. So the wedding day came, the bride was beautiful, perfect tan on her, uh, and, the, gro- and uh, she, the groom noticed that she carried a particular smell with her. Uh, and it was kind of like a rotting, like a decom- decomposition. Um, as the honeymoon, honeymoon wore on, the smell persisted and grew worse until he could no longer stand it. And then he insisted that the bride went to the hospital and t- got to the root of what the, the cause of the stench was. So the doctors examined her but couldn't identify any source of the odor. And then the bride's health began to fail. And after a few days, she just fell over and died at the, <laughs> at the ceremony. Um, and when the autopsy was performed, they were horrified to discover that the that her internal <laughs> organs had been cooked. Oh my God. Uh, overexposure to tanning rays it had cooked the woman from inside out, just like a microwave oven. And in the days following the wedding, the bride had began to spoil. Ew. No. Holy no. shit. I can no. believe that more than the baby one. Yeah, I, pro- I agree. I, I can believe but that. But I don't think that happens when you tan. Yeah. That's I think I'm it's different say- different rays. I so thought she was doing thirty minutes. Different waves. So she did thirty minutes at and each. Like so each so then, twice a week. But yeah, but that oh, was that did. was the limit on oh. each place. But she so. went and did thirty minutes for like a day at each. For like that day, she did thirty minutes. At, I don't know how many tanning salons, but well, so probably like I, two hours. I don't know to be honest with you, but I know that I would imagine I that would think be it good could for happen you, like man, that. Man. I think it would be more. Well, that's definitely not good for you. That's man, for sure. See, I don't think that. It would be more. I think it's different. Well, I thought that. Tanning would just burn your outsides before it yeah, burned your inside. Well, yeah, I, I think it's I a different. I think it's a different kind of wave. Wait, like I think different different waves. Like, what would you think if like when you were getting married and Cheryl just 
this started to stink really bad. <laughs> oh, I like well, when you said stench. Yeah, this like stench. I don't know what I would do. Rancid. I don't know what I'd do. Well, if you're getting married, I feel like you could have that conversation. Yeah, like, especially like, hey, like you know, hey, my wife, she, like she's ass. always, you know, she's always. You know, well kept showers regularly, and then but she's she you know then she still the wedding. no like, matter man. no matter how much she showers, yes, she still smells right. like rotting flesh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hey, smell like a kidney. Hey, <laughs> like a, yeah, honey, kidney honey, you smell like rotting a, organs. Uh, honey, you just took a shower, but you just you still smell like shit. What's wrong? <laughs> like your small yeah. intestines. I'm not buying that. Yeah, one. I don't. I don't think that one's real hot. This is a Debbie Downer, but to talk about marriage, you guys read about the uh, poor couple that um, they both are graduates of Franciscan. They were on their honeymoon, and the husband passed away. He was in a um, a uh, wave runner accident. Oh, I know they were in Ugh. like a or something. Like, can you imagine? Oh. Man, that sucks. On the you honeymoon, those things are on the fucking honeymoon, Ugh. man. That's just horrible. Oh, you know, I think I saw that on. I think I saw so, that on, so on the news. Jeez. I don't, uh, I don't know why that was a Debbie Downer. But no, no but that's it's still horrible. Geez, terrible. Absolutely no, yeah. horrible. Jet skis are scary. Hey, yeah. uh, they are scary times, man. They're fun, <laughs> but they're scary. If you fun. ever go jet skiing and you go with Nick, be careful. Yeah. Why, is he Nick an idiot? Nick is the most reckless. He's a fucking idiot. Because it is. It's, not, it's nothing to fucking know. It's wrong, no, so man. It's wrong. You got it. That's why, I, like, when we go as a group, unless we're, like, like chilling out and going to look at stuff, I'm way away yeah. from everybody because I'm a little like reckless too. But I'm pretty well, aware. You're, but you're, yeah, you're aware. You, you know, I've been driving them you for have, a long time. You, you know how to have fun with <laughs> Nick's it the kind of guy that wants to go across to splash you, and he, I don't think you realize how close he's gonna get. I'm gonna go text 40, him about this. You're but going he'll blow 40. right past you to splash you, and I'm like, Jesus, dude, you could have just ran oh, wow. right into me. Well, and. Right. Numbnuts one and two, Nick and Soup went out and didn't bring <laughs> oh, life yeah, jackets. Like, well, we only had one. Soup was on the back without the life jacket. In his underwear. Who would do that? No, I thought Nick said he didn't wear one. I Well, because I had one, so I feel like he would. I Maybe thought those not. two said they didn't have one. Regardless, it, it was about to rain. The wave was yeah, it 30 just, feet. It's it one of the dumber <laughs> things in the they've, water. they've done. Yeah. And then you guys claim you saw a shark. I swear to God. I swear to God, I saw it. I still swear to it to this day. Yeah, it swam up right between us. <laughs> oh, we, we zoomed out of there. Yeah, you can ask Nick that. about it. Big right. ass shark pulled up right between our jet skis. Last uh, thing, and then we'll get off of here. So this is gear talking about uh, bad honeymoons. Uh, <laughs> a new bride, they apparently was tradition in their family that after they after the wedding, they would go to the, the bride's house. It was a big mansion, and they'd play hide and seek. So they, for whatever reason. So the... <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, the bride, uh, the husband's counting. Everybody in the family goes and hides, and bride goes upstairs into the attic, and she finds this big uh, trunk, like a big chest. Mm-hmm. Opens the chest, gets in. She closes the lid, and it locks from the outside. So now she's stuck in the chest. <laughs> Days go by, weeks go by. <laughs> they never find her. Never find her, and. Then they end up calling off, calling off the search. So, uh, the husband, which I think, number one, I'll pause this real quick. If somebody went missing in your house, you would tear the house apart. Yeah. The house would be rubble by the time. So they they can't find her. Guy gets married again, or sorry, <laughs> it was the the groom's tradition. Groom gets married again, brings him to the house. What do they do? Nothing horrible happened last time. Mm-hmm. So they take hide and seek. Bride goes upstairs to the trunk, opens it up. She finds the other bride's oh dead my body God. in the trunk. You know what? So she could find it, but 
I, here's the funny part about it. I can actually, I can believe that. I can buy into that a little bit, and that's a little absurd. I'd I say out of all, so. out of the other two, that's probably the most I can believable. Buy into that. I guess that could actually happen. But, but yeah. you're right, though, Job. I mean, you're going to search that house. You're going to search any any box, any chest. Yeah, and, if you're playing hide and seek. Right. Yeah. I and mean, I'd search cabinets. To, I'd search everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what you're fucking trying to find somebody. Another story I, with a bad stench. So it says, right. yeah, <laughs> so it says idiots. that this tale first appeared in print in the form of poem by Samuel Rogers entitled Ginevra uh, in some Italy, you know, published book. Um, and it was 1822. And the guy says that the story is, I believe, founded in fact, though the time and place are uncertain. Many old houses lay claim to it. I don't believe well, that for a second. But. So which one is more believable to you the, out of the three that you said? Um, probably uh, I probably the second one, but not because her organs are cooked. I would say probably just because she had like overexposure to UV or something. But I'd say if it's if it's if I have to base it on the facts of the story, I would say the third one. Cools. I think the first one's the most believable. The baby? I just, really? I can see someone tripping. Yeah, I guess I crazy. Could like see I think that. that's. I feel like it's happened. I oh think, wow! I think that has a similar. Like we've thing had someone that. put a baby in a microwave and stuff. Why wouldn't somebody eat one? Who put a baby in a microwave? Didn't that one? Uh, I think there's probably been fucking the, plenty of people. It was a girl. I forget what the girl's name is. She's like real famous for this. I thought. Oh wait, the mom. Uh, she, yeah, she's like. Or maybe it was an oven or something. I forget. But oh, she killed the kid. Yeah, yeah, I do know that. I hope we did the same thing to her. Yeah, yeah, that's my wish. No, Jared, I think she got off. Somehow. Yeah, I said three. Yeah, I think no, three. I think Cooley, got off. I think Cooley's I, right. I think she's out of prison. I think she's mm-hmm. out free. Because I, I remember seeing something where like she couldn't, she was struggling to get a job or something. Yeah, yeah. fuck her. Good, but yeah, she, she needs be to be fucking dead. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, I. To me, I I can't see how number I can't number three. I can't believe that they couldn't find that that person. Yeah. So I, I out of the three, I would probably take number two. Okay. You? Jeff, I mean, I, I would say three. That would be mine. Yeah. Three, yeah, they're right. all fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they're all <laughs> there you go. Then that anyone was... in that, that was part of that hide and seek is a fucking total. The worst hide and seek players ever. Yes. Everybody in that house was. Stupid. Yeah, like how could she have found it to hide it, but none of those other people could go up and find. Yeah, I, guess I just so. feel like if you played like outside in your yard or right around your property, and you saw a garbage can and had a lid on, you would never think to look yeah. into that. No. Well, like yeah. a, I mean, did they ever the check hell? the attic and she wasn't like banging on it? That's right. what I said. You would right. be screaming. Oh yeah, you eventually hear that. I would think, man, yeah. there'd be enough quiet in and the house at one point. Unless he set it up. They that said way. that she oh, died. Yeah. Oh. They said that she died oh. of hunger, but it takes you like a week to die of hunger. Well, you die of I figured she first. would die of like oxygen. I feel like she wouldn't be able to breathe inside well, that thing. Either, either way, point either way really the bitch is dead. Dead. Well, what are you buying into? I said the second one probably. But, See, I, but I, I'm taking two. I feel like you would die instantly from being Cooked. overheated. Yeah, wouldn't be like, oh, four days later, I finally quit cooking. <laughs> I'm just thinking because I know I shared the story on this again, but I'm just gonna say the whole hide and seek game. Remember, I used to work with that cat, that, and it's not funny, but it is super funny because the dude was a fucking <laughs> idiot. But yeah, unfortunately, he was probably driven by his 
um, unfortunately, his disease, because it is a disease, Tourette's. So he had just yeah. Tourette's. Mm-hmm. And it is sad. It's so sad. I'll never forget that dude that I wear. He's like, man, I bet you were fucking horrible at hide and seek back then. <laughs> 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 so wrong. Uh, It'll never get old. It never, it never gets old. True, though. Yeah. Wow. Good point. There you go. We, that's a little bit of a wrap up to Halloween for you. A couple, couple spooky, dumbass stories. But uh, thank you for joining us for episode eighty-three of the Pioneer Podcast. Myself, Jeff, Chris, Jarrett, and Cooley. We appreciate you joining us, and we're on our way close to a hundred. Crazy, crazy. On our way. Uh, we got some big things coming up for the Pioneer Room, so stay tuned in for a lot of things we're doing. I know we say that sometimes, but. And 2024 is going to be a, it's going to be a hell of a year, a hell of a year for us here at the, at the Pine Room. And then we're going to enjoy this Saturday coming up. Mm-hmm. Saturday's going to be fun. Yeah, Saturday's going to be a lot good of fun. weekend so, coming yes. up. Uh, until then, unless anybody's got anything else, nope, no sir, nope. All right. Peace. Until then, we'll see good you nice. next time in the Pine Peace Room. Later. Bye bye. <laughs>